Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me again today on the Word Podcast. I haven't mentioned it lately, but as always, uh, please feel free to pass the word to your friends and family and relatives and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, about this time together. And actually, you know, sort of help them walk through it. A lot of times people get sort of freaked out. They hear the term podcast, but they don't know exactly what that means and what it is and how you can access it, et cetera, et cetera. And so just simply show them what you do and maybe explore uh, different avenues for it because there's so many different ways of gathering around in the same type of way right here, uh, whether it be on computer or a tablet or your phone or something like that. And the ability to sync your phone to your car. And, you know, a lot of people, if you have a, a newer car, you can do that to where you can automatically listen to these things as you drive. I mean, it's just very cool how we can come together as the body of Christ. Uh, we are currently in the uh, Gospel of John, and we're pressing on through John, but we're going to... Uh, Spend a little time on a passage right here and check some cross-references out because I think this is important. If you remember in the last episode, we were in John chapter 12 at verse 12, and it said this. Let me just read 12 and 13 again. On the next day, the large crowd who had come to the feast, when they heard that Jesus was coming to Jerusalem, took the branches of the palm trees and went out to meet him and began to shout, Hosanna, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord even the king of Israel. (coughs) So this is a passage of what we call the quote-unquote triumphant entry of Jesus. And all the Gospels speak of this, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. And so I just want us to look at a couple more verses here in John today. And I think the next few episodes we're going to look at the cross-references because it's important to examine each one of these things uh, in relationship to everything that we encounter within the Scripture. But it's sort of a teaching moment for us because you learn different nuances. You learn different things from each account. It's not that one is more superior to the other. No, no, no. It's just that the author of one has a particular goal, has a particular group they're writing to, and the Spirit is emphasizing something that they want them to bring out that the other Gospels may not bring out. And then one Gospel may just uh, mention just a brief thing. Uh, For instance, Matthew, Mark, and Luke are called the synoptic Gospels. And the reason is, uh, sin, optic, they have a common view, okay, a common view in the way that they look at things. And uh, there's a commonality to it. John is sort of the outlier, (laughs) okay? But even then, John will speak of some things. And so here we see that John says that the people are saying, Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord, even the king of Israel. John mentions the fact that they were saying the king of Israel. We'll see in the other Gospels uh, the detail of what happens with this. And that they will bring out certain things. Like one of the Gospels says, Peace in heaven and glory in the highest. Well, that's sort of cool, isn't it, okay? The other two Gospels just say, Hosanna in the highest. And so you learn a lot of things when you, when you compare these things. Now, let me just go ahead and look at verse 14 of John chapter 12. Jesus, finding a young donkey, sat on it as it is written. And then verse 15 is going to be a, a quote from the Old Testament, something prophesied. And so John covers the whole, well, Jesus finds this young donkey, and he sits on it and goes ahead. And if you're just reading John, you think, well, that's all there is to it. 
But if you look at the other Gospels, you find out there's a whole account, and we'll look at this in the next episodes, okay? Uh, Jesus gave them detailed information of how to procure this young donkey, this coat, as some of the translations say. And so, again, that's the reason that it's so important uh, to read the totality of the Scripture. Otherwise, you just wind up getting a portion of the, of the story that the Lord wants us to have. If you just read John, Jesus finding a young donkey, it's like Jesus walking along and looking and saying, hey, I think I'll take that donkey. That's not at all what happened. So he takes a young donkey. He sat on it. Why? As it is written. Because it was written that somebody would sit on the donkey. Well, verse 15 tells us, and this is a quote, Fear not, daughter of Zion. Behold, your king is coming, seated on a donkey's coat. And you say, well, what is that all about? Where did that come from? You know, it was, well, it comes out of the Old Testament. You know, the Scripture had prophesied that the Lord would come and Messiah would come and certain things would happen. And this is one of the things that would happen, that, that he would come seated on a coat. Well, did they know that when this was going down at that time? Well, verse 16 helps us see. So this is John 12, verse 16. These things his disciples did not understand at the first, but when Jesus was glorified, then they remembered that these things were written of him and that they had done these things to him. And so, no, when they were actually encountering these things, when this stuff was happening, when this was going on, they didn't realize what was happening. The disciples did. <clears throat> but after he was glorified, after he was killed, after he was resurrected from the dead, they remembered these things. And Jesus had told them that that would happen. Well, what was the difference between after he was glorified and risen from the dead and when they remembered these things? Well, it depends on when you do the remembering, right? But we know that uh, 50 days afterwards, okay, 50 days afterwards, they received the power of the Holy Spirit. Some received the Holy Spirit earlier, but I'm talking about Acts 2 kind of thing. And so the Lord had said that I'll give you the Spirit who will bring these things to your memory, to remembrance. And so afterwards, they saw these things, and they started putting it all together. So let's just continue a couple of verses, verse 17. So the people who were with him when he called Lazarus out of the tomb and raised him from the dead continued to testify about him. For this reason also, the people went and met him because they heard that he had performed this Sign. Remember why John is writing this account? He tells us over in the 20th chapter toward the end. He says, I'm writing this to you to where you will know that Jesus is the Messiah, that he is the Christ. And by knowing this and by believing this, that you will be saved. And the way that he um, taught them and what he gave them were signs. There are seven signs. This is the last sign, raising somebody from the dead. And so because he had performed all these signs, but particularly this sign, people were flocking to him. They were coming to meet him. Well, you know what the response of the Pharisees was. The next verse tells us, verse 19, John chapter 12. So the Pharisees said to one another, you see that you are not doing any good. Look, the world has gone after him. Remember what had happened earlier in chapter 11? With Lazarus, the Pharisees had met together with the Sadducees and the Sanhedrin. They said, we got to do something. And they decided they were going to kill Jesus and they were going to kill Lazarus. And the reason was 
that the Romans would turn against them. They would lose their position. They thought they would lose their nation. And they thought the people would go over to Jesus rather than to them. And now when they see this going down, they're looking at one another. They're starting to feed off each other now and saying, you see that you're not doing any good. They're attacking each other. Why? Look, the world has gone after him. Their greatest fear was coming to fruition, that they were losing their position, that they were losing their power. Hey, don't think that doesn't happen today, okay? Because it does. I'll tell you what, next couple episodes, we will uh, check the cross-references out about this. But go read John 12 tonight before you recline upon your nightbed. Again, I'm Dale, and I'll see you next time.